Good morning, everyone. I'm going to step back here just so I can see y'all. Um, ben, I'm going to have you advance the slides just because I can't get my phone to work right now. Um, welcome. Uh, I'm excited to share in this service with you guys. Uh, the, the exciting thing about this to me is the fact that I had very little to do with it. Um, I didn't really have to plan a whole lot. I didn't have to uh, think about this thanks to my dad and his friends who uh, are going to be providing the bulk of our worship today. Um, this was actually a reschedule of a service that we were going to do back in January. And was it January? Let's say it was supposed to be January, but, but we'll say it was March. Um, and, uh, and so uh, the, the theme that we're, that we're working off of today is actually the theme that we originally did for that service, which is experience the mountaintop. And as I thought about that experience, I thought about all of our kids that are headed out to camps this summer. And I know that for a lot of people who have been to camps, we talk about that idea of a mountaintop experience. We talk about the idea that uh, when we go and we experience God in this great and big way, we experience it in the mountaintop. Because in the mountaintop, we see the glory of God. We see the, majest the, the, the majesty of what God is capable of, of what God can give to us. But the thing is, is that when we talk about experiencing the mountaintop, we're not necessarily talking about doing it on a mountain. We talk about the mountaintop experience in a way that doesn't necessarily refer to the location. It refers to the feeling. It refers to the feeling that we have when we experience God in a great and marvelous way. And that's what I hope that you all experience this morning. That's what I hope that we have today is that mountaintop experience of just feeling God, feeling his presence, and being aware of him in our lives. We're going to do a children's moment right now. Brooke is going to come up and share in our children's moment. Can I have all the kids come down over this way? How are you guys? Good? Who's excited that it's summer? Me, I'm excited that it's summer. No more spelling tests and lunches and all that stuff. It's fun to be able to sleep in and go to the pool. Well, um, today's theme is experiencing the mountaintop. And kind of what Mr. Shane just talked about um, is having that wonderful feeling in your heart. You know that God is with you, and you just feel super awesome. So I was kind of wondering, what, where do you feel awesome? Where do you go? Who are you around? When do, is your heart super full, and when do you feel awesome? Anybody want to share? When do you feel awesome? When I went to the pool yesterday. Perfect. When you go to the pool, you feel awesome. Anybody else? With my mom and dad. Oh, that's awesome. What about you? When do you feel awesome? Um, when I go to a hotel. <laughs> this is so cute. When do you feel awesome? Do you want to tell? No? Okay. Boys, when do you feel awesome? Awake. When you're awake? Oh, that's great. How about you? When do you feel awesome? 
Anybody else? At church. Perfect. I didn't even pay her. When, when we go to a hotel. That's awesome. Well, I feel awesome when I grew up and my dad was a farmer. And so anytime that I am in the country, I feel awesome. I feel that the, it's so beautiful, nature, the trees, the wind, the land, that makes me feel awesome. Another time I feel really um, like I'm on a mountaintop is when I go to church camp. And even just walking onto the church campgrounds, it's like my heart is super full and I feel like I'm on the top of the mountain because I know that God's spirit's there and I have so many wonderful memories there. And you know another place I feel awesome and like I'm on a mountain here with all of these cool people. Look out here, everybody in our church. You guys are surrounded by lots of people that love you and want to help you feel like you're on top of a mountain. Well, next, next, this week on Wednesday, we're going to have Vacation Bible School. Are you guys planning on coming? Yeah? Look at this. We're going to have a sun surf beach bash. And I want you guys to come here, and I want you to feel like you're on top of a mountain and because you're going to be surrounded with your friends, and you also are going to learn about God, and having um, his spirit with us will make us feel like we're on top of a mountain. So we're going to do a little experiment, okay? Okay. So what is this? Okay, this is a beach ball. And let's just say, if I throw this, I'm going to throw it. Is this fun? You ready, Ethan? Is that fun? Kind of. Throw it, throw it again. Throw it to somebody else. Is that fun? Not really. Okay, good. Not really. See? <laughs> I didn't pay him, I promise. Um, okay, so what we're going to do now, what would make it more fun? If it's blown up, because then you don't have to catch it. You can just hit it back. Perfect. Okay, so here we go. Okay, now is this going to be fun? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I want you to think of this. This is you, right? You, came, you come into church, and man, maybe you had to get up, and you were tired, and you just weren't feeling great, but you walk in here, and you see all these cool people that love you, and you're learning about God, and you're listening to awesome music like we're going to, to today. You kind of start feel, feeling better, and you feel like you're on top of a mountain, right? And you're, you're learning about God, and now you're full. So what we're going to do is a cool experiment. I want you guys... When I say, you're going to go back to your seats, and I have some helpers that are going to come help me, and we're going to throw these around. But when I say mountaintop, you have to stop, okay? Because then I might never be asked to do children's moment again. <laughs> okay? So when I say mountaintop, what are you going to do? We're going to stop. Okay. So, but before you go back to your seats, I want you guys to plan on being here Wednesday for Vacation Bible School. We're going to have a total blast. We're going to do lots of singing and crafts and learn Bible stories, and we're going to have a really cool adult scripture class, so I hope all the adults come, and you don't have to cook all week, parents. It's a big perk. So, anyway, are you guys ready to feel like you're on a mountaintop and have fun? Okay, go back to your seats, and we're going to throw the beach balls out, okay? And you're just going to hit them up. And so I hope they make it all the way back there. All right, girls, go. Is everybody ready? <laughs> you got one? Oh, the mic. I'm not done yet. Okay, kids, you might have to go in the middle if you need to touch the ball. I think the parents are getting more action. Did you get one? Do you want to hit it? Hit it up. 
Okay, mountaintop. All right. <laughs> okay, so did you guys have fun? Yeah? Did you feel like you are on a mountaintop? Kids? And you know, all the parents, everybody was smiling. So being in our church and being with your friends and your family, and um, you get to have that experience, and that's what we want you guys to do. So I hope you have a good week and feel like you're on a mountaintop. Thanks, Brooke. Um, I was thinking, uh, one thing I forgot to mention today, uh, it, it's really exciting, is this is Nathan Muir's first communion. And uh, I, Allie and I had the, the, uh, the wonderful opportunity to uh, teach the pre-baptismal class this year. And uh, we just had such a great time with these kids. They're just, we had eight kids, which is a lot of kids to teach pre-baptismal class to, especially when there were seven boys. Oh, no, six boys. Sorry. Sorry. Six boys. Six boys. And then we had Amelia and Brooklyn, who were like, like the energy of boys. You know, they, they, they would just like not take any, any junk from any of those boys either. They, right, Amelia? She would fight for her seat. She was great. But one of the things that we talked about uh, in uh, our pre-baptismal class was the story of Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee, right? No, but Zacchaeus was a short, he was a short man. He was a tax collector. And it's appropriate that I'm talking about him during the offertory. Uh, but, but Zacchaeus, when Jesus came to town, Zacchaeus climbed up in a tree so he could see the Lord, and he could hear from Jesus. And Zacchaeus wasn't a great guy up to that point. He wasn't really like one that everybody aspired to be. Now, he was wealthy, sure, but was he really a good person? And yet in that moment, Zacchaeus knew, he acknowledged that there was something special happening in front of him. He acknowledged that there was something special about Jesus. And so in that moment, he climbed up that tree and he paid close attention to Jesus. And Jesus saw that fervor, that energy, and that excitement that Zacchaeus brought to that moment right there. And he said, Zacchaeus, I'm going to come and I'm going to have lunch with you. And that kind of made some of the people in that, in that group mad. There were a lot of people who grumbled. In, in, the, in the scriptures, we hear that the people grumbled. They grumbled. I mean, I, I've, heard, I've heard people like Ken Talcott grumble before. But that's just his general, like... Way of thinking. But, but the people grumbled because they didn't understand what Jesus saw. They didn't understand that Zacchaeus had a transformative moment right there. And Zacchaeus, in that moment, changed his life. He changed his life. He said, if I've ever overcharged someone on their taxes, I'm going to pay that back double. And he changed his life, and he gave his wealth away. 
all of us have the opportunity to discover Jesus anew every single day, just as Zacchaeus did. And we have the opportunity to support amazing ministries like this beautiful transformation of this church that we have once a year. That has to come at a cost. And so I ask that you guys think about what it is that we can do to help continue to support the worship and ministries of this church as we ask the ushers to come forward and take up our response today. Will you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for uh, this opportunity to be together in worship today, to uh, just commune with you, to uh, have lunch with you at your table, to be the people that you envision us to be. We ask that you would bless these funds, that they would uh, go to your uh, glory and, and help us to find ways to just be the church that you want us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
In community of Christ, uh, the Lord's Supper is a sacrament in which we remember the life, death, and living presence of Jesus Christ. Through partaking of the emblems, we renew the covenant we made through baptism, reconcile and strengthen relationships, and commit ourselves to Christ's mission in the world. Others may have different or added understandings within their faith traditions. We invite all who participate in the Lord's Supper to do so as an expression of the love and peace of Jesus Christ, in whose name we worship. All are welcome at God's table. As much as you're able, please kneel. Eternal God, we ask you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, to bless and sanctify this bread and wine to the souls of all those who receive them, that they may eat and drink in remembrance of the body and blood of your Son, and witness to you, O God, that they are willing to take upon them the name of your Son, and always remember him and keep the commandments which he has given them, that they may always have his Spirit to be with them. Amen.
Let us praise God together on our knees. Let us praise God together on our knees. When I fall down on my knees with my face to the rising sun,
Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead. But it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over. And I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you. But I want you to know the night that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Does anybody know what year that speech was given? 1968. I'm a child of the 60s. And the music of the 1960s was about social justice. And uh, given the current climate in our country, I thought we might want to take a step back 50 years and sing about social justice. So all the songs we've chosen today have a theme along the social justice lines. One song, the first one, actually became the anthem of the civil rights movement. It's called We Shall Overcome. So anybody, if you know the song, you sing right along with us. We shall overcome, we shall overcome, we shall overcome someday, oh deep in my
1965, I was a freshman at Graceland College, now Graceland University, and I'd been playing guitar for one year on my $5 guitar, <laughs> uh, and uh, one of the first things I saw at Graceland was this guy right here uh, singing up on the stage with two other guys, Dean Landsberg and Price Berryman, and they were called the Cherrywood Trio, and later, I think, the Hilltop Trio. But all I can tell you is they were awesome. Uh, and I got hooked on folk music listening to Larry Wheeler, my lifelong friend, right then. Later on, a guy I knew in St. Louis when my dad was uh, the 70 for the St. Louis Metropolitan District, Joe Racine, was also a student at Graceland, and he said, hey, let's all get together and form a singing group. And uh, we said, wow, that's a great idea. So we got together in the basement of Briggs Hall and we formed the New Folk Singers. Uh, the New Folk Singers morphed into the North Door Singers. And uh, we, had, we had fun, fun, fun singing music throughout college. Now this next song is by probably the most prolific writer during the social justice era of music in America. His name is Bob Dylan. Uh, and uh, this, this song was sang on every college campus in America so many times everybody got tired of it. But we're going to sing it today. Must a man walk down before they call him a man? 
Yes, and how many seas must a wife dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? Yes, and how many times must the cannonballs fly before they're forever banned? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. How many times must a man look up before he can see the sky? Yes, and how many years must one man have before he can hear people cry? How many deaths will it take till he knows that too many people have died? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. How many years must a mountain exist before it is washed to the sea? Yes, and how many years can some people exist before they're allowed to be free? doesn't see the answer my friend is blowing in the wind the answer is blowing in the wind the answer my friend is blowing in the wind the answer is blowing in the Bob Dylan also uh, wrote the song, The Times They Are Changing, in 1963 when I was a freshman in college. And he was greatly influenced by folk singer and writer Woody Guthrie, who wrote This Land is Your Land, and who championed the plight of migrant farm workers in the 1930s. Like Guthrie, Dylan was a voice for change. I never cared much for his voice, but was, like many other kids my age, drawn to his lyrics. Come gather round people wherever you roam And let them water around you And accept acceptance and soon be branched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone for the times they are a change. Come writers and critics who prophesize with your pen and keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again. And don't speak too soon for the 
still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming For the loser now will later to win For the times they are a-changing Come senators and congressmen Please heed the call Don't stand in the doorway Don't block up the hall For he that gets hurt Will be he who has stalled There's a battle outside And it's raging It'll soon shake your windows And rattle your walls For the times they are a change Come mothers and fathers Throughout the land And don't criticize What you can't understand Your sons and your daughters Are outside your command your old road is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one If you can't lend a hand For the times they are a-changing The line it is drawn The curse it is cast The slow one now will later be fast as the present now will later be passed The order is rapidly fading And the first one now will later be last For the times they are a-changing Thanks, Marty. Now, some of you may not know it, <clears throat> but we have a poet in our congregation. When uh, I started to put this service together, I said, well, who plays guitar in the congregation? And I knew Brad played the guitar. So I said, Brad, do you want to come play with us? He said, well, yeah, I'd like to sing a song that I wrote. And I said, well, send me the words. Let me read it. Well, he sent me the words, and he sent me a tape. And I can tell you, this guy is talented. He is really talented. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this song. Peaceful Bliss of Serenity. Thank you, Ray. Um, I, this is not from the 60s. I, I, I wrote this song about two years ago. Um, and, and I'll, just as kind of a preface, it's maybe a little out of the social justice era, but it was the time when you were hearing a lot of tweets and talks about sending uh, nukes to North Korea, and we had more nukes than they did, and they said they had enough to destroy us and all that. And as I was thinking about all of that that going on, the um, Old Testament scripture of uh, turn your swords into plowshares, uh, just resonated with me and I, I and then I also thought about uh, from the new new testament of doing it for the least of these um and kind of those thoughts are what came into this song um and I should have my capo on the right place 
Put your arrows in the quivers Turn your swords into plowshares Reach your hands across the river Let the people know that you care It's time for peace to reign It's time for war to end It's time to do it now It's time for peace, my friend Do it for the least of these Do it cause you believe Peace for humanity Is the legacy that we can leave Let it rain on you and me Peaceful bliss of serenity Open our eyes so we can see what this light of peace can be You can blame our leaders But they only go where we let them We must take control of the forward momentum Our voices can be mighty United with others Our cause is worthy It's peace, my brothers Put your arrows in the quiver Turn your swords into plowshares Reach your hands across the river Let the people know that you care It's time for peace to reign It's time for war to end It's time to do it now It's time for peace, my friend Put your arrows in the quiver Turn your swords into plowshares Turn your swords into plowshares This is a song that was written in 1950 We had to look it up to see who actually wrote it, because it was covered by nearly every major folk singer in the early 60s. Uh, Pete Seeger made it famous, and Pete Seeger and Woody Guthrie were probably the two earliest folk singers, and everybody grew up wanting to be like them. It was covered by Simon and Garfunkel, Johnny Cash, uh, trying to think of who else, but just everybody who was a folk singer at the time covered this song. It was relevant in 1950 when it was written by Ed McCurdy. Uh, he had just come out of World War II, and they were starting a Korean War. And this is a song that was relevant then, and it's certainly relevant today. <laughs> Last night I had 
the strangest dream I've never dreamed before. I dreamed the world had all agreed to put an end to war. I dreamed I saw a mighty room, and the room was filled with men. And the papers they were signing said they'd never fight again. And when the papers had been signed and a million copies made, the men joined hands and bowed their heads and grateful prayers were prayed. And the people in the streets below were dancing round and round. And guns and swords and uniforms were scattered on the ground. dream I've never dreamed before I dreamed the world had all agreed to put an end to war Thank you, Joe. Now, our last number was uh, is a song that can be taken uh, one or two ways, but uh, we choose to take it as a song about connectivity, about being together. Uh, <clears throat> it's called All My Life's a Circle. Uh, and when I think about 54 years with Joe and Larry and Lois and Sidna uh, and Marty and Brad coming from the, the same time frame and just as conversant on the music as we are. Um, I wanted us to do this song together. Uh, so you'll have to learn it as we go through, but uh, the chorus is real easy. So uh, just, just think about the friends, the acquaintances, the family that uh, you share with every day uh, and realize that all my life's a circle. All my life's a circle, sunrise and sundown. Circle, 
sunrise and sundown the moon rolls through the night time till the daybreak comes around all my life's a circle but i can't tell you why seasons spinning round again the years keep rolling by seems like i've been here before i can't remember when but i have this funny feeling that we'll all be together again no straight lines make up my life all my roads have bends there's no clear-cut beginnings and so far no dead ends all my life's a circle sunrise and sundown moon rolls through the night time till the daybreak comes around all my life's a circle but i can tell you why seasons spinning round again the years keep rolling by i found you a thousand times I guess you've done the same But then we lose each other It's just like a children's game But as I'm sitting here again The thought runs through my mind Our love is like a circle Let's go round one more time All my life's a circle sunrise and sundown the moon rolls through the night time till the daybreak rolls around all my life's a circle but i can't tell you why seasons spinning around again the years keep rolling by all my life's a circle my life's a sunrise and sundown the moon rolls through the night time till the daybreak comes around all my life's a circle my life's a but i can't tell you why seasons spinning around again the years keep rolling by and the years keep on rolling by. Thank you. You know, <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm going to stand to the side so we can get a view of these wonderful musicians. Let's give them uh, one more hand. Applause. 
You know, um, as I thought about this service, as I was sitting here, just kind of experiencing it uh, myself, I thought a lot about uh, the message of the what we call protest songs, um, the message of these social justice songs that we um, have celebrated this morning. And um, it's a unique experience to come to church and to hear pop songs, right? It's a unique experience to come to church and hear folk songs. But the truth is, is that Jesus' message, Jesus' message is about peace. It's about peace in this world. And we as a church are a peace church. We are the community of Christ, That means that we, as a community, we fight for peace. We fight for justice. We fight for equity for all. That's what these songs are about. That's what Jesus is about. And I hope that in this, we were able to also experience that mountaintop feeling to be present with Jesus, to be present together in this moment with this wonderful worship that we've had. So thank you again for being here. Would you please bow with me as we close our service? Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for uh, just the opportunity to be together, to uh, find ourselves on the bends of life together, to know that uh, whatever brings us here, we're, we're okay. We're okay in your eyes. Whatever we've done, whatever our life has brought us, everything that we are is good. Because you are in our lives. You meet us where we are, and we thank you for that. We thank you for uh, your, your love and your peace that you bless us with every single day. We ask that as we go out from these walls that we would feel your love uh, lift us up as we go to be your church, to find those mountaintop experiences even in the smallest moments. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that we had the opportunity to commune with you at the table today. Help us to renew our covenant every day with you so that we might be a church of peace. Send us forward in your name, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen.